Welcome to LEAD. I'm Pastor Tony, and I'm excited to kick off this new season. We're going to be dealing with calling. And I would just say that, you know, if you serve anywhere, if you lead, if you do both, by the way, leading is serving, that if, you, if you're doing it correctly, at least, well, calling's a big deal. And I think that uh, we have problems when we don't understand and we don't know we're not sure uh, of our calling. And uh, I think that you know, it's so important that, that we know that we know that we know that we're called to do, to be um, where we're at, doing what we're doing. That's not just my decision or I just happened into this or I thought it was a good idea or somebody coaxed me or coerced me into doing it, but that I feel called to be where I'm at. And Elevation Church, we want people that feel called um, to do, to be where they're at in ministry. And sometimes there's things that you do uh, as God is developing, as God is preparing you, that aren't the ultimate place that you're going to land, but it's what you're doing uh, in the interim until you get to that place. But ultimately, it gets down to understanding what calling is. And so calling will help you. It'll help you uh, in resolving conflict when you know you're called, right? There's, you want resolution. It'll help you uh, in communicating. When you're called, well, you're going to communicate and you're going to learn and develop communication skills to communicate because you know that this is where God has you and therefore I need to have uh, clear communication. You're going to handle crisis uh, with a different uh, lens than you would if you didn't feel called to be in the spot that you are in. And so... Um, maybe a little bit today, just uh, uh, kicking off this idea of calling. I remember uh, in ordination process, that was the question. Tell me to, 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 the, uh, to the group of people that uh, uh, at the time it was a group of presbyters, tell me about your calling. How do you know that you're called to do what you do? It's important before they validate at some level uh, who I am in ministry, that they understood, well, are you called? And um, I don't throw this term around loosely. I think it's of great importance. And, and we see those people in the Word of God. Uh, boy, you could just brisk through the Old Testament and see Moses standing before a burning bush, receiving his calling to go tell Pharaoh, let my people go and to lead them to the promised land. Uh, Joshua who when he was, um, the, the word of the Lord says in the early, uh, in chapter one of uh, the book of Joshua, that my servant Moses is dead. And now Joshua, you're going to lead these people. And, uh, you know, if it's Jeremiah and getting, receiving his call from the Lord or throughout these, these prophets that uh, Isaiah, that, that uh, st realizes in Isaiah six, that in the year King Uzziah, died. I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And then he describes himself. Woe is me. I, you know, I, I, I'm undone. I'm, I'm a man with sinful um, lips. And, and, and he describes that process of the call on his life. And I don't think you can go any, uh, anywhere without that understanding that Jesus, his calling on his disciples. In fact, I want to read uh, out of Matthew chapter 4, I'm reading in the New King James Version. It says, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, 
saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen. And so that's what fishermen do. They're fishing and they're, they're in the, the, uh, the routine, the habits, the rhythm of what their life is at that point. And Jesus says to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And then it says immediately they left their nets and followed him. Now, I think there's some important, um, important uh, uh, phrases here that we need to grasp. And first one is Jesus says, follow me, follow me. He says, follow me in, in the ongoings of their life and in the daily kind of work that they did, follow me. Um, follow me and I will make you. Now, here's what we do in life many times. We have a desire or we feel inclination toward a certain direction. And so then we start to do the developmental steps to get there. And that's not what happened with them at all. The call involved this, follow me. Don't follow your passion. That sounds good, but your passion can mislead you. Don't follow your dream. That's great language in today's world. Follow your dreams. It just sounds so good. He didn't say follow your dreams. He didn't say follow your passion. He didn't, follow, he didn't say follow somebody else. He didn't follow, say follow your heart. Follow, follow. He didn't say any of that. He said, follow me. That's where calling starts. If you don't get this right, you won't get calling right in your life. And for every person that serves, speaking to those of you that are viewing this, or maybe you're listening, or maybe you're uh, serving at Elevation Church, or you're uh, in another position, another ministry, parachurch ministry, or another church, or maybe you're a lead pastor, or you're serving on staff somewhere. Just understand this. Follow me is the starting point for calling. Not following my ambitions, not following. I know we all have those things, but Jesus in the call says, follow me. And I think if we get that right, well, that, cha that altogether changes everything. That if, if, I'm, if I'm in the parking lot helping park cars, or if, if, I'm, uh, if I have a mic in hand uh, leading worship, or I'm uh, with children, or I'm speaking or teaching, or I'm one-on-one -on -one discipleship, or whatever that is, uh, that becomes important when my following Jesus has uh, taking a, taken a priority in my life. And not just a priority, but the priority. That I place a premium on that relationship above every other relationship. Call starts with follow me. And I would just say that and ask this question to everyone that's, that's uh, viewing this, that's listening to this. Are you following Jesus? How do we do that? Well, we do that with a surrendered heart to him. Not with, not with, not with just zeal and ambition and drive of the surrendered heart to Jesus that causes us to give time. And I, I love, uh, you may be familiar with Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I, I love uh, learning about him and some of the things that he, he wrote. Uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a German pastor, theologian. Uh, he was, a, I would say, somewhat of a spy. And definitely he was anti uh, Nazi, a dissident, and he was a founding member of the Confessing Church. Uh, that was a very small number of churches in Nazi Germany that openly opposed the Nazis. 
the Nazi regime. And uh, he was imprisoned in 1943 um, because, because of his words against Hitler and because of some of the things, actions that he took. And Bonhoeffer uh, was executed, Flossenburg, Germany, in a concentration camp on April 9, 1945, just two weeks before the end of World War II, and was a martyr, this theologian. And he, he coined this term, cheap grace. I think when it comes to calling, it's important we understand this, that cheap grace is grace, his, these are some of his, his words, grace without price, uh, grace without cost, preaching forgiveness without repentance. Cheap grace is grace without discipleship. He goes on to um, contrast and, uh, the idea of cheap grace and costly grace. Costly grace is a hidden treasure that people go and sell all they have to purchase the land where the treasure is hidden. The pearl of great price, the merchant sells all that he has to purchase that pearl. The kingdom of God is that great treasure. The kingdom of God is, uh, is the treasure uh, of costly grace. Grace to cause a man to tear out an eye or cut off a hand that causes you to stumble. The call of Jesus Christ, which causes a disciple to leave his nets and everything that he knew immediately and follow Jesus. That the thing that, he, that their lives were spent, the thing that they were all about, that they'll leave that now to follow Jesus. Well, that's the call. That is the call. He says, follow me and you'll make yourself. No, and I will make you. He does the making, we do the following. Part of the following is leaving everything, making it all secondary in comparison to my following Jesus. That is the call. That's the call that everyone that's, that's viewing this, is listening to this, that's the call over your life. That's the first call. And we'll talk about this throughout this season. That's the first call. There's other, um, there's other areas of calling that we'll deal with, but that's the first call. And I can't get to, to anything that is uh, of any other um, importance until I get that one right. So my challenge to you is, where are you at on following Jesus? Are you still trying to make yourself this, make yourself that? Surrender that and let Him make you. Leave the nets, leave uh, who you think you've been or who you, what you've been invested in and invest in your relationship with Jesus and the, that call to follow Him. And I'm telling you, that will make the difference. Excited about this season. We're gonna get into some really, really, I believe, helpful, uh, productive um, uh, areas that are gonna produce good things in your life. And so excited about that, excited about this season of leading.